Hi, I'm Grace Plata, and I'm here to equip, empower, and encourage you to help you live your best life. Welcome to the podcast. Filled of crippling fear and a deep depression. After it kept coming to me year after year, on and off, and I frankly thought that I would just have to live with it and cope, as do so many people. They think that they just have to live with it, but I'm here to encourage you that you don't have to, that I stand before you healed, and that I know that you can be healed just as I was. I know that there is complete freedom for you, and today today I want to give you a few tips on how I was healed of depression and, and fear, and how you can have the very same freedom, so that means no coping only complete freedom. Hi, I'm Grace Plata, and I'm here to equip, empower, and encourage you to help you live your best life. So yes, I was healed of devastating, crippling fear that I thought it was basically eating me alive. I couldn't think straight, and in my darkest moments, frankly, I thought I was better off dead than alive. That's how bad it got but I was healed. And the first thing I did to be healed was close the door to the one I left open. So take notes of this. Close the door to the one you left open. See, when we take on a fear, we it can come from so many places. Maybe we can narrow it down. Maybe we can't. But basically, we've acquired this way of thinking to where we're afraid or we're sad or we're ashamed or we're anxious or whatever. Whatever toxic feeling we feel, we can own and we say, yes, I have that. We give it a name of what we're feeling, then we take ownership of it, but you don't have to. So closing the door basically means you you analyze what you're doing. I mean, sometimes we can even acquire a fear from the people we hang around. Maybe they talk what we're afraid what they're afraid about and who's been who's killed with this and who died with this disease and why you shouldn't do that and they just try to make you afraid. Maybe it's maybe it's a movie we stayed up too late and we know we shouldn't have watched it. Maybe it's a book we read. Maybe it's whatever. So maybe it's it's like the media trying to scare us whatever. But it, we have to have a new way of thinking, what, wherever it came from. It doesn't, frankly, matter as much as how much we need to close that door. So close the door that we left open. And that just means renewing our minds. Renewing our minds means to rebuild or to repair. And that means our way of thinking. And pretty much the best way to renew our minds is to God's word. It says in Isaiah, I think, like 55, 14, that God's word will do what it was intended and what it was sent for. So that's a, that's a pretty big guarantee. The enemy, the devil, he will look for us in times when we are vulnerable. Come on now, work with me. When we're weak, when we're tired, you know. You know what I'm trying to say, right? My, my mouth is like, whatever. But anyway, the devil, the enemy, he's, he, he looks for a point in our lives. And maybe we're not on our toughest guard. Maybe we stayed up too late. Maybe we're angry. Maybe we're offended. Whatever. He'll look for an open door that maybe we left open. So that's why I say to close it. So if whatever position we're in, we can always close the door. It's never too late to turn back and close the door. I remember the first time uh, fear hit me, I think I was about like, oh gosh, eight or nine years old. Yeah, I was pretty young. Um, I was a youngin, but 
it was this fear that just came out of nowhere and basically just felt like it just came and punched me in the stomach. It, I didn't recognize the thought. I never even wanted to think it. And it just felt it wouldn't leave me alone for the rest of the night. And it even continued into the next couple of days until it slowly went away. And that was the first time I remember like vividly being hit with a fear like that. But the weird thing was, is that it wasn't my thought. It wasn't my fear. And I didn't want to think it. It can't, and then a few more times it came back, but each time it was a different thought. But each time it had a sim, each time had a similar characteristic. It came back and it went away. But each time it came back, it would latch on to me. It would feel like I was wearing it, like it was eating me alive. I couldn't distract myself. I couldn't think about anything. And I remember the first time I remember um, using God's word to ease my mind. My mom, she had like this uh, screenshot of emergency numbers, which is basically like emotions you have in, um, in Bible verses that will help you with that. And I read through them all, <laughs> but I made my mom read through them all. And then, that, and then some, some more of the Bible. And it wasn't, I didn't really know the full power of the Bible. I just knew that it was something I could think about. And that would, that would, that would make my mind drift to something other than this paralyzing fear that's pretty much what it was and at night in the silence that's pretty much when it was the worst i mean the enemy he will whisper to you in the midnight hour and that's when you need to say no devil i'm not listening to you anymore i'm not afraid and so i would i remember just listening to the same simple worship song just over and over again just so i could go to sleep and that was my life for a while on and off throughout the years of just constant fear quiet it wasn't freedom. It was just quietness. It was just kind of like, not peace either. It was just a quiet, like silence almost. Creepy silence. But on and off and on and off and on and off. And I frankly thought, I'm just going to have to live like this. I'm just going to have to cope. But no, I didn't. But about a year and a half ago, this is kind of where the change started. I was hit for the final time with this paralyzing fear. It was pretty much like all of them that I had so far up to this point just hit me all at once. I don't remember where it came from or when it happened. I just remember that my life was put on hold for a while. It was the only thing I could think about. It stopped me from enjoying every day. I couldn't, I couldn't think. I couldn't do my homework. I couldn't have fun with friends. I couldn't do anything. I just wanted to sleep all day. As I said earlier, I honestly thought I was better off dead than alive. And I was afraid that no one would believe me because I feel like as Christians, we put up this roadblock where we feel like we can't tell somebody about problems we're having because maybe they'll think, oh, maybe like, well, we think we're like letting God down or something, or we're like not living up to our our name as like a Christian, but that's not true. I mean, Jesus himself, he said that we're going to have trouble in this world, but he also said that he has overcome this world, which means we can have healing in him, we can have peace in him, we can have restoration. and so. That's how I was healed. I, I, I was able to renew my mind, open my Bible, and see, you know what? This is what God says that he wants life to be like. This is what God says he doesn't want life to be like. He wants us to have emotions. I mean, there was even a point of time where I just wanted emotions to just silence, to just be completely quiet. But no, God gave us emotions. He gave us joy. He gave us vision. He gave us um, motivation. He gave us the feeling of inspiration. He gave us life. He gave us wonder. He gave us, I think I said excitement, but excitement is a what He gave us hope. He gave us peace. He gives us so many wonderful feelings and emotions that come with life. But listen to this. He doesn't 
give us toxic emotions. Don't even think for a minute that God gives us troubles because he doesn't. He is a father and a son or daughter. He only wants the best for you. That means the best life. That means the life with the best emotions. None of this other junk of fear and anxiety and disgust and hate and anger um, and anger and unforgiveness, anything negative he wants to remove from you. He wants that off of you. He wants you to have peace. And I had to learn that. I'm like, God wants me to have peace. God wants me to be happy. He wants me to have vision. He wants me to smile. The devil hates it when we smile. And sometimes I'll just smile randomly for no reason. Just be like, hey, take that devil. I'm smiling for no reason. Sometimes we just need to smile, guys. The devil hates it when we smile. God is the creator of positive emotions and feelings, but it is God who tells us that we should live our best life. We should not be worried. He is, God is a master at turning our situations into something beautiful, into something wonderful. What the enemy tries to use to crush us, God will turn it around and use it to crush the enemy. He doesn't give us problems. He will take those problems from us. He, he says to cast our worry on him. He says he is concerned about us. God says, don't let our heart be troubled. Sometimes I have to remind myself that we should all remind ourselves that we can't let ourselves be troubled. And sometimes I think it's like Philippians 4, 4, 14, oh gosh, what is it? 4, 6, I think. He says, cast all of our anxiety on him. He'll take it. He'll take it. Not to say I don't have bad days. We all have bad days. But sometimes I'm like, God, just take this from me. And I just pray, God, I give this to you according to your word. You say you will take my troubles. So he does. He relieves us. So Document your journey of freedom. Recognize, write down these thoughts that are giving you trouble. Stand on God's word. I will put a link in the description of where you can find them and put them on your wall and remind yourself that. And don't let the what if thoughts come back in. Like you give it to God and you say, oh, what if such and such? No, cut it off. Let me pray over you real quick. So Heavenly Father, God, I come to you in Jesus' name, and I ask that anyone listening, anyone experiencing toxic emotions, I break off the spirit of fear from them. Fear, you have no place in their lives. You have been trampled. You have been crushed. You have been nailed to the cross 200 years ago. I bind you in Jesus' name. Depression, you have no right to hang over people listening. I bind you and I cast you off. And God, I ask that you just fill these people with vision, with wisdom, with new eyes to see what's actually going on behind the scenes. I ask that you show them true joy, true happiness, and that you open their eyes to see what your word has to say about their situation, what you want them to have, what you don't want them to have. That they open their Bible and they say, you know what, God, this is what you have for me. Show them who they are. Show them what their purpose is. Show them vision. Give them dreams of the night, in the night, of what you want them to have. Bless them with vision. Bless them with believers. Bless them with friends who will speak into their life. Give them mentors. Give them an anthem. Give them a battle cry to shout that when fear tries or any toxic emotions try tries to come back in they slam the door and say no my god is stronger my god has trampled over these so i just ask that you fill them with peace right now that your peace comes flooding into wherever they are 
my friend, if you're listening, if just say amen, it just means so be it. If you just want a piece of the action that I just prayed over, just say amen right now. Said so Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Don't You don't have to look for feelings. It took me a few times. I was looking for feelings, but I had to realize that my God is bigger than feelings. It's yes. It's yes. It's yes. It's faith. Faith is yes. I say it right now. So stand in right now that you are healed. That fe- And if fear tries to come back, my friend, you have authority. You have authority. Just say, fear, you have no place in my life. Depression, you have no place in my life. Anger, I bind you. Anxiety, especially anxiety, you have to bind it because it will swallow you up. So but our God is stronger. Our God is bigger. Our God is greater. He's going to give you a vision. He's going to give you people who surround you, speaking life into your life. So if you want to check out some more um, Bible verses that will encourage you, check out the link in the description. And please like and please share this video on um, with anybody, with anybody in any, never mind about that, but just please like and share this video. I will see you next week. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe so you can be equipped, empowered, and encouraged throughout your week. You can also check us out at hometreats.org to read our story and see where else you can find us on social media. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.